Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. We're going to talk today about how to find relief from relationship anxiety, and um It's a biggie, Uh, not only with relationships that are romantic, but relationships with platonic friends, with family, it's a biggie. And um, somehow the first of the year has kicked up a lot of this. I've got an email that came in, a couple of emails that came in actually, and um, I have a, a couple of clients that are dealing with one with a friendship and one with a romantic relationship issue. And it came up on the Facebook group. I noticed a post in there today. So I thought it is time to talk about relationship anxiety. So so let's talk about relationship anxiety and how we can overcome this, clear it out so that we can deal with what's really there and not be dealing with our anxiety. Um. And that will start with us shifting our focus inward. Um, We want to be able to have a good look at what's going on inside us, separate from what's going on um, in our partner's lives or 
with us with our partner. So again, we want to separate from our partner, separate just from the relationship uh, in our mind, and just look at ourselves for a moment, because that's where things are going to start. Um, because usually what's going on is a very critical inner voice, uh, and it's building the fears up more and more. And we want to be able to see those clearly so that we know what we're dealing with. Because often we can just start finger pointing and think this is all about the other person or the other people if we're talking about a family system. But we want to clear ourselves first. Um, And so we can begin to do that by looking at where we have judgments and I mean, judgments about ourselves, Um, because judgments are going to kick up very overwhelming emotions. And that can that can just be the beginning of sliding down the wormhole when we get very over emotional. Judgments also lead us to feeling very disappointed. And they lead us to a lot of suffering. Judgments prevent us from being mindful When we are judging something, we are not in the present moment. And so this is where mindfulness training and present moment training meditation-wise can really be helpful in seeing things clearly. Um, One of the things we want to do is to use uh, Claire Weeks' formula, her facing, accepting, floating, and letting time pass kind of formula. This can be beautiful for... Um, going inside ourselves and seeing if we have a fear of intimacy. Do we have uh, a critical inner voice that needs to be uh, cleared out or uh, have a little more compassion training, right? So that we can be compassionate to ourselves. Um, So we we can face these things that are going on first with ourselves, Then we can take, we're going to do the whole formula with ourselves, facing, accepting, floating, and letting time pass. And then we're going to do the same thing over again when we take what we clearly see as an issue in our relationship to our partner. And one of the best ways I have found when it comes to communicating with um, other people, be it a partner or friend, or in groups, is to be using nonviolent communication. Um, Marshall Rosenberg wrote the book a long time ago, and you can find it online, Nonviolent Communication. There's some great little rules. I'm not going to teach it here, but it, it's a fabulous way of being able to communicate by coming from where you are without blame, without shame, and without pointing fingers. It ends up being amazing and we can we have to use it for ourselves too but when we are definitely working with other people we want to be sure that we are giving them the openness and the space to be fully who they are and that they hear that we are hearing them so again i'm not going to teach nonviolent communication here but it is an excellent tool um, you can get the book, I'm sure, uh, on Amazon, and Marshall Rosenberg is his name. Um, it's been used, uh, we use it in any of the group work that we do 
uh, at any of the eating disorder organizations that I've worked at. And we also, it's been used with countries communicating with each other. So from a very small level to a very large level, this is communication that works. So look it up if you're interested in being able to uh, opening up or freeing up some of your communication skills. But we're going to continue to focus on the anxiety piece, which is what's going on inside of ourselves and how we can deal with that, first with ourselves and then with our partner. So we want to face what's coming up. I want to use um, the critical inner voice as the example here. So we're going to face the fact that we do have some critical um, conversation going on in our mind. And you know the kind of talk that I'm, the kind of words I'm talking about, you know, oh my gosh, don't get into a relationship, you'll just get hurt, relationships never work out, men are men are insensitive, women are too sensitive, um, you know, the it comes up, it's almost like it's beating you up, these kinds of thoughts, like, you know, he's probably cheating on you, you can't trust her, wow, if those things are going on in your head, you may be having huge anxiety, or they can be things about yourself, and this is where people with anxiety usually go, um, you, you can start to feel like, um, you know, you're not good enough or that, you know, you don't have enough control in this relationship, um, that you don't want to be so, don't be so vulnerable. Um, it, they're just very negative, very harsh judgments, and they are not proven to be true. So that's where we question is that true? It's where we begin to slow it down. The anxiety loves to go fast. And so it's going to want you to just buy into what it's saying. So when you question, when you use your wise mind and have a question about a thought that just is randomly going through that was like more like a beating than a thought, you get to say, is that true? Sometimes it just floats through and goes away. Other times it may try to come up with uh, justifications. But the best thing that you can do is face the fact that you are at that moment being judgmental to yourself. You are being critical to yourself. And then you want to accept the fact that you were feeling like that. There's no sense in beating yourself up about it because that will just add to the criticism. That's just the critical mind again. You want to just face it. And then you want to accept it. Okay, this is happening. This is what I'm doing. It doesn't feel comfortable, but I, I get it. I'm here. I accept it. And then you have to let go of needing to have an outcome, an answer. Um a yes or no about that. Well, well, is he cheating on me or not? You know, uh, is this the best relationship for me or not? Anxiety wants an answer and it wants it now. And what we are teaching is to float through. After you have faced what's going on and you have accepted it, even with your own relationship, with your own thoughts, you can float through it. 
You don't have to have an answer. You can let go of the outcome. This is where a lot of peace is found, is letting go of the outcome. You've faced it, you've accepted it, and you're letting go of the outcome. You are floating. And the next piece is to let time pass because a lot of things will change within that time that passes. And you're floating, so you're not in an anxious state. You're just not having to find an answer right this moment. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More Podcast. We want to recommend the Say More Podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you find yourself asking a question over and over again, if you are ruminating and you are sweating over the fact that you need an answer now, then you can be absolutely sure that that's your anxiety talking. And you want to go back and start again. Face it, accept it, float, let go of the outcome, and let some time pass. When we get a little bit of footing from doing this, we'll, we'll get an actual physical sense of relief. You will feel your your tense muscles relax. There's like nothing to do and nowhere to go. You're just going to let some time pass. Then we can begin to see a little bit more clearly what what is it that we really need to work on. Is it the other person? Or is it something that we can just deal with ourselves, which is like dealing with our own critical inner voice? Or do we have things like fear of intimacy? And is that something we need to get some help with? Um, though Just understanding that we have these things is marvelous. We don't need to have any judgment about it. They're not bad. They're not good. It's just what's happening in this moment. And it's information, and with information, we have something we can act on. We can say, I'm going to work on my, my critical inner voice. That's work I can do. Or I'm going to get help with my fear of intimacy. That's something I can do. And then we are ready to take our information that we've gotten and take it to our partner because this does involve another person and they may not know what's going on inside your mind at all. If you are not sharing it with them, they don't know. Believe me, they are not mind readers. And then together you have something that you can face, accept, float, and let time pass with. And you know, this doesn't have to be a drawn-out ordeal. You can face the fact that you have a critical inner voice, and you can tell your partner about it. And together, you guys can accept that. Maybe they have the same thing going on, and they can share that with you then. And together, you can say, we're going to let go of the outcome of this because we just just came up on this. This is just information. Being like scientists, seeing what new information is there and where does that piece of the puzzle fit and letting go of any outcome. And again, letting time pass together, together, just letting things be and going about the day. And if you can use that nonviolent communication, that's an extra great skill that will really help you. Um, being able to bring issues up in a relationship is vital and anxiety keeps it down. So many times it is the fear of the future, the what if. Anxiety's favorite question, what if? 
What if I bring this up to my partner? What if they do something that I don't like? What if there's someplace I don't want them to be? What if? It's the big, ugly question of anxiety, and it has no place in a relationship because then you are living the relationship in your head. Um, you really need to have a relationship with the other person, not a fantasy, right? So just be clear that you can do it in the steps that you need to take to face, accept, flow, and let time pass. It's a beautiful opening for two people or a family. A family can do this also. And using the nonviolent communication eases it because we take away all the finger pointing. And it's just our nature to do that. It's our nature to want to comfort ourselves, especially when the anxiety is flaring, to comfort ourselves by saying that most of this belongs to the other person. But it never helps to resolve the situation. So if you're feeling nervous, about talking with your partner about an issue, start there. Use Say, do the four steps with that. Say, I'm nervous. I'm going to face this nervousness. It's not quite anxiety yet. I'm not in a panic attack, but I'm a little nervous. So face it. Accept the fact that you have these feelings. Don't try to push them down. Don't try to make them go away. Don't try to eliminate them. And then the next step to float, let the outcome be. We can let things be what they are. Because when we're honest with ourselves and then we're honest with a relationship, things will go where they need to go. And that's what floating is. It's letting it be. Not trying to manipulate or force anything. Not trying, even if you're having a panic attack at the time, float with it. Feel those feelings without trying to push them away. And then let some time pass because all of these things are like waves in the ocean. They come up, they're strong, they're, they can be huge. And then they crest. They flow through. They're done. It's gone. We can handle ourselves in remembering that. We're going to let this time pass. It's going to ebb and flow. I hope that you will be continuing to use your mindful practices as you are growing in a relationship because you need that time to let all of the dust settle, all of the debris to settle down, and you can begin to see things more clearly. Use your meditation, your mindfulness practices. Pay attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. Again, it's those judgments that get us into trouble us thinking things are one way or another, black or white, and we can let ourselves out of that quite easily by being in the present moment, letting the dust settle, and seeing things clearly. 
I hope that this is helpful for you. Relationships are, it's kind of a fuzzy thing, but we can deal with our anxiety in the moments. It's the only place we can deal with it. We can't do it ahead of time. We can deal with it in the moment. We can deal with it with our partner, and we have extra tools. Again, look into the nonviolent communication by Marshall Rosenberg and see if that doesn't help you with your own communication skills. There's a lot going on with there is a relationship, but your primary purpose for dealing with your, your anxiety is to keep you in a good place. Because when you are less anxious, when you are living from the present moment, you can actually express your needs and you can hear your partner's needs. When we are wrapped up in our own mind and our what-ifs, we can't even hear what the other person is really saying to us. So let's all work on this. I would love to hear how it's going for you. And if you have made any changes in your uh, relationship style, if your relationships have been able to be eased, and if your anxiety has been able to um, be cleared from your relationship, from your conversations with your uh, partner, let's hear what's going on with you. Bring it on over to the Facebook group and um, let us know how you're doing. I love having all of you here. I look forward to talking with you next time. If you have any questions, remember to send us an email to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And the website again is theanxietycoachespodcast.com. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.